How's everyone doing? It's the ID84 show live here at the Packy headquarters in Revin, Massachusetts. I have, as always, the Adam the Mallet to the left of me. Oh, hello. And uh, yeah. we have the dogs, little Tommy Brady in picture right now. Sniffing my crotch. Little Tommy Brady had us up at 4 o'clock this morning because he was trying to catch his flight to Indianapolis. I mean, Minnesota, Minneapolis, one of the Apples's. And he uh, he missed it. He stopped at a uh, Arby's along the way, and he lost track of time. Aww. And now he's here. So uh, yeah, now I, now I get a yeah, it's a sad story. <laughs> so we are live. I hope you guys like this setup because it's going to be different next week. Yes. We are doing a remodel of the living room here over the course of the next few weeks, and uh, I have been forced to move my studio that's in this neck um, nook over here um, to another place. Well, it'll still be kind of in this region, so. It's a Monday. It is a Monday, too, and this is our new time slot because I have an announcement to make for today. Why, uh, partially why we had to move to uh, Wednesday nights was uh, we are doing a bi-weekly comedy night that I'll be hosting at uh, the Hooli House, which is upstairs of Hennessy's in uh, Finney Hall. I'll be doing a, I'll be hosting every other Wednesday starting February 28th. I will have to stop by. You should. It'll be from 8 to 10. It's a booked slash open mic. So if you're a comedian, you can sign up ahead of time a week before. Or you can just show up and sign up. And well, your time will be based on, essentially, uh, how many people sign up. So I'll be hosting. And then we're doing a, um, a monthly comedy show at Beer Works in Lowell. Um, that'll be once a month up there. Oh, wow. And then we're doing a monthly show at Beer Works... And Canal Street Jeez. in Boston. So every Wednesday we'll have comedy. That's pretty awesome. So, man. And essentially what's going to happen is we got the green light to uh, do a, um, a podcast festival at Hooli House. Ooh. So we're planning on that for the fall of 2000, probably 18, probably around September, October, where this podcast, along with all our friends who have podcasts, will be able to participate. Uh, people will be paying. I think we have a ticket at the door, let you in for the day, kind of thing, and you can see a live radio broadcast of this show and other shows broadcast <laughs> on Facebook and all around the world, and we'll have a live studio audience to uh, participate in stuff like that. That's so, pretty awesome. So uh, that's in the works. It's hopefully we get it off this um, fall or winter. Yeah. Um, if not, it'll be early winter next year. So yes. the details are still in the works. They are very excited at the Hooli House to have comedy there every other week. That's pretty awesome. And uh, so is Bearworks. Very excited. A lot going so on. So if you are in the Boston area and you're a comic and you want to participate, these are places. Because there's not a lot of comedy in downtown Boston on Wednesdays. Or if so. you just think you're funny and want to sign up. Yeah, sure. Yeah, go for I'm it. Sure, we'll right. see uh, double double back there once in a while. One of these days I will. I do have a whole notebook. You should. Written it's material. It's time to do it. I get the balls to get up on stage. You know, especially when it's like it's a... It's a it's a judgment-free zone. It's like your Jimmy go-to. I know? also started editing uh, for my own YouTube channel. I have a video that I'm editing now. Oh, okay. What are yeah. you doing on the YouTube channel? Tell us uh, about this. It'll be a lot of... Uh, it'll be mostly f- centered around film reviews. Okay. They'll tie into the pack. Are you going to try to do that uh, the drunk... Uh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be kind of like that, but I'm not even going to be... It's just going to be my voice. Okay. Clips of the movie as I talk so you're gonna over you're going to talk it. over and, it? Okay. It's going to be funny. I, I'm not going to put anything up nice. that's not funny, but I want a couple done before I actually start posting them. I'm not just going to put one up because yeah. it's going to be slow for a while. I'm, I'm getting reacquainted with a lot of editing. Um, it's been since high school since just I do like a once a week thing. Well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I want to have a bunch I, of them already done before yeah, I start yeah, yeah. posting them. Yeah, uh, it'll be a while though. I'm aiming for like a couple months from now having them all uh, like. And that's what we did with the Wicked Explorers. I started yes. filming them, then we started posting them, and now they're being launched on the. So we're about a year. I'm about seven months into the Wicked Explorers. And uh, now we are, I'm starting to post them 
on the package. So I'm doing once a week. So, I mean, we're already two years advanced. So people who, be whatever we just posted or posting this week, you won't see probably till uh, 2019 on the package. But it'll be available on YouTube so you can get a sneak peek of that. So, you know, it's you kind of like uh, rehab and stuff. You know what I mean? Do it again. Oh, yeah. So we should start. Let's, let's pick up where we left off last week. about your. We'll start off your trip to, uh, we'll put football on the back burner a little bit. Because yeah. yeah. we, uh, uh, we're probably going to have a special edition of this show on Super Bowl Sunday. Mm. Probably a pregame show. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk pregame. And depending on how we're feeling after the Patriots game is over. Maybe a post game, but there'll definitely be a pregame <laughs> to the uh, Super Bowl. So, yes. what we don't cover in football tonight, we will talk, cover in football in uh, six days. It's true. So, yes, uh, a week away. but so in that, if that's the case, then let's just talk about your adventure to Canada in yes, the last we week. Can, we can talk about Canada. Um, a trip to the uh, to America's hat, if you will. Yes, uh, Quebec City was very beautiful. Um, it was definitely, as advertised, the uh, architectural capital. Of uh, Canada, Canada, yes, very. Be- I did not feel like I was in North America at all, and surprisingly, everyone was really nice, and they didn't even be thought of as French. They're like, we don't like the French. Oh wow, you know. Um, so sure. that part w- was pretty nice. Uh, Montreal, I thought, was kind of a dump. Uh, I think that a lot of people have it in their head that Montreal's awesome because yeah. they went there when they were eighteen, and they come back with these memories, but. And once you reach 21, none of that really matters anymore. So it just felt like Springfield or Worcester. That, that's what I felt like. Was and and you see in Montreal for the first time, like when we were, in, I mean, 10 years ago, Montreal had the, uh, all the strip clubs and the sex, like, yes. poured up on the street. Now, uh, me and, uh, Suji J went up there a couple weeks ago and it's all gone. It's, yeah. Montreal is the New York City of Quebec. And Quebec City is like the Boston. Yeah. In a sense of scale, you yeah. know? So, well, we did find a strip club. Nice. We went. And the thing is this, though. So I, I got actually pretty pissed off. And at a strip, you got mad at a strip club. I got mad at a strip club. Did you ask for your money back like uh, no, a double back in, in Vegas? <laughs> no, I never, no, I never do that. But so I, I was wanted to see what a Montreal strip club is like. So I'm like, okay, let's, I'm going to find it. We're going to meet my buddy Sean. French Canadian find a strip club, right? Yeah. So we go in, pay the money to get in. Get in there, and uh, it's like fifteen dollars for for a dance, right? So okay. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna let's see what it's all about. I'm gonna get a dance, right? Couldn't find one stripper who would do one dance. Really? I was pretty pissed. And she's like, Where they have a minimum of three dances of some sort. No, it, it varied. Like one girl, and it's weird. No one was coming up and talking to me. Maybe I'm like, because think like I'm a sucker. I'm not. A, I don't look like a sucker. I'm not like a fat ball guy who's just yeah. sitting there. Like, I'm like in normal strip clubs around here. I feel like if you stand there long enough, yeah, they just walk right up. Oh, to they cling like, to oh. you. I'm like standing there. Like, no one's walking up like to me. Barnacles on a right? pair. So eventually, this one girl walks up to me, and she's like, oh, do you want to dance? And I'm like, yeah. So I'm like 15, right? She's like, yeah, but I won't do just one. And then I'm like, what? Oh. And then come to find out, another one, she's like, oh, I only do like a three-dance minimum. So you're trying to bargain with a stripper? I'm like, are you kidding me? So So 45, but but the exchange rate in reality, it's almost like $32. Still, don't don't piss on me. I I got annoyed, though, because I did have a little in me, but I was pissed off at like, don't, you know, like, don't don't piss on my shoes and tell me it's raining. Like, you told me (laughs) 15. Right, <laughs> and you told me fifteen. So I go to the bathroom. I'm like, are there any girls yeah. here that do like? It, it, it kind of reminded me of the, the way things go in Vegas. What day was it on? Where it's like what day no, was Saturday. It was Saturday. It was, okay. it was oh, eleven okay. o'clock at night. Oh wow, so hours. So that's right? yeah. So they're one trying to make the a money. squad, right? Yeah. So I went to the bouncer. Are there? Any, I'm like, are there any girls here that will just do one dance? And he's like, I, I don't, I don't think so. I'm like, we should change the prices then. He's yeah. Like, well, the girls don't. The, the girls don't feel like it's worth it for one. Yeah. And I'm like, well, then you should change what it says because it says one dance is fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I, it remind, and then I started having like PTSD of Vegas and how that works. And they're like, you can have this, but then you know for another add-ons, yeah. Right. And I started thinking of Vegas. And I'm you not know, falling for the five hundred dollars later. You could have sex with. 
I'm like, I'm not falling for this. I can't do this. So my friend has started getting annoyed with me. He's like, fine, let's leave. We'll leave. Yeah. So we leave. And then I felt bad. All he wanted to do was get a little uh, Canadian, uh, French Canadian poutine on his uh, finger. And and then I'm like, I'm going to make up for this. So I'm like, there's a, there's this strip club that is kind of really close to our hotel, and it, it does not look good. But I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's a hidden gem. Maybe we're going to go in So the best one it, sometimes. It, yeah. Cabaret no. on your <laughs> one. I'm like, oh, it's even free to get in. And oh, we go in. Better. We sit down. It's like Jabba the Hutt's Palace. Oh, really? They brought like this, this guy, this pale white guy on stage, and they ripped his pants off, started whipping his ass. And it was not good. It was not a good When I was 18 years old, well, when I was 17 years old, of a fake ID, I seen two lesbians um, indulge in each other's uh, pleasure spots ah. in front of a glass. As my uh, friend, my other friend Adam, the Adam before this Adam, um, threw uh, unis and doonies, uh, toonies at them. Yeah, you're not supposed to throw coins. Yeah, he was they throwing coins at two <laughs> naked women, um, pleasuring themselves in the oral fashion. Yeah, um, that was my opening. Uh, <laughs> My opening segment of my strip club staff. That was my first time I went to a strip club, yeah. and that's what I seen. So everything after that was pretty much uh, a disappointment, yeah. if you will. But uh, so, so you, so yeah, and up there they, they turn tricks up there. They used to, at least they used to. I don't know if they still do anymore, yeah. but I know uh, Montreal is cleaning up the image of sex everywhere. Well, they're trying to, to make it more family friendly. Yeah, but um, you know, it happens. Yeah. So other than that, did you, so you didn't? Did you indulge in any of the sightseeing uh, extravaganza at the uh, in Montreal at Not all? Not really. No. It was only that one night. But the hotel we stayed at was horrible. Too. What hotel you stayed? At? Yeah, I don't even know. It was like called it has a stupid name. Chrome, I think it was called. Chrome, and it was like probably like a two star hotel. Was it on uh, St. Catharines? Uh, no, it was a little further down. Okay, it, it, was, it was not a good spot. But that wasn't the highlight of our trip. Ooh. I mean. You know, trip was was in was Chinatown in Montreal. Was it down that area? Uh, no, like I didn't see Chinatown. It's a little rust, a little first game. I slept there. in my clothes the whole night. Yeah, like, the clothes I wore that day, I was not. So no hookers, no strippers. No, no, no. Montreal was pretty. You didn't, you didn't get to yeah. taste the Canadian. Um, I did not. The ladies of the, of the nature, if you will. No, I did not. You know, you could have got yourself a. Uh, you know, when I was 19 years old, I was going up to Canada, and I went. I was trying to get a Canadian girl pregnant for dual citizenship. Ooh, I could get because I heard the pa- I heard the perks were phenomenal. I thought the Amer- I think American girls are better looking. I didn't. Li- I wasn't impressed with any of those girls. No. In that well, instead, I have dual citizenship in two states instead of two countries. So it happens every once in a while. That's right, Pittsburgh. No, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yes, Pennsylvania. Yes. <laughs> Joe knows he was there. Joey's double back. Joey's just not there right now. We so. came across a picture the other day. Oh, I sent you the night. They showed you the picture of uh of what of uh of the of the ladies of the potential baby mama. Oh no, you did not. Yes. Oh, oh, oh wow. I, I, I found it deep yeah. in the archives on my computer. Yeah. Deep. Yes. Covered in the archives. Joey doesn't want to know in public, though, because the girl he was with was 14 years old at the time. She's getting out of public. <laughs> <laughs> no, she wasn't 14 years old. No. He wasn't doing anything that was illegal in the state of Florida. Well, if you didn't know. If, if you don't you know, know, it doesn't hurt you. I saw an article today that Florida was voted. It, it, it's like the, the best wor- place on the planet. The worst in the entire state. Even it, Michigan was number one. And I was like, of the worst of the worst no, state of the best. And well, I was like, this who what are they it didn't say what they were using to gauge this. They said Florida was the worst, but we can all agree on that, but they didn't say why. They just said Florida was the right Boston, I mean Massachusetts was the I disagree. 30th. I've been to worse places than Florida. There's worse places on this planet than Florida. I know Michigan, I think, is worse than Florida. Mi- well, Michigan, see, Michigan is like Florida. They get wrapped up in a category of view of being good or bad because of certain areas. So like Michigan sucks in southeastern Michigan, like where Detroit is, in like Lansing, like Flint, in Flint. But the rest of Michigan is actually really beautiful. It's like green. It's foresty. It's like if you're if you're into outdoorsy and camping and shit, yeah. Michigan's the place to go. It's like one of the best in the country. Now Florida has beautiful beaches, but it has redneck 
white trash. Cases so with. I think the good takes the bad. Look at he's just, he like he knows he's on camera. He comes over and poses. He's like in perfect view of the camera right now. He wants to scratch himself. It's unbelievable. But like, you know what state is overall a state that's overall <laughs> crappy? From like, it's probably Montana. like like Rhode Island. Yeah, Rhode Island's pretty. Uh, oh yeah, Connecticut, Rhode Island. Connecticut. Yeah. I mean, Connecticut has a nice little section in, in New York, and and uh, uh, we call it uh, uh, that that county that's down there, right? I know you look like where the bunkers yeah. are and shit. And Connecticut and in, in, in uh, Rhode Island has a nice little area. Wave, wave, Newport and Waverly. That's about it. You start getting like wound socket. God, yeah, wound socket. You might as well be in an asshole of a stripper at the <laughs> at the Dominican at the uh, Golden Banana. Woonsocket is the shithole of America. I went to a carnival there once. You know what's worse than Woonsocket is the Warwick area. Yes. West Warwick. Oh, my God. Warwick is a shithole. God, talk about the armpit of a, of, a, of a culture. That place is bad. It could be top 10 worst places in New England is Warwick, Connecticut. It looks like a Walking Dead episode. It's terrible. Yeah, it's everyone's terrible. just wobbling wall, wall, around and yeah. bumping into things. Providence isn't bad. Providence is nice. It's okay. Certain parts of Providence. Yeah. It's funny, though, because they have Brown University, which is an Ivy League school that's in Providence, right? Which is beautiful, and the campus is, is to die for. But you have to drive through the ghetto to get to it. The ghetto. It's like the warehouse district where ships come in and like hookers and kids they get treated. They have a huge mall too, don't they? Probably. Oh, the Providence Place Mall? Yeah. Do you know that it's supposed to be a casino? Is it? So here's a little history lesson for you guys back in the day. Many, many moons ago when they were building the Providence Place Mall, they were actually going to build what is now Twin Rivers Casino. Mm-hmm. But they were going to build it in downtown Providence anticipating that the casino bill was going to be passed. So they thought uh, they had everything in their back pocket they that they're going to have a casino in Rhode Island. And what happened was the casino bill for the first time around did not get passed. So they were stuck up this large structure not knowing quite what to do with it. Hmm. So they turned it into – what else would you do with a large structure you didn't know what to do with? You turn it into a mall. Hence the Providence Place Mall. Then about four years later, the casino bill was passed, <laughs> and they built Twin Rivers. So um, what, was it called? what was Twin Rivers originally called? Rockingham Dog Track or something like that? Or? Lincoln Park, yeah, it was like a dog track there. Oh, yeah. Wow. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, casinos. How about you think of uh, Stephen Wynn accused of touching girls now? Everyone's yeah. sexually assaulted. He's the next victim of the. Uh, like it's probably yes. true. Usually, anybody in power is every week something the weekly person. Now it's well, Casey Affleck probably did it. You know, I know a lot of people from Cambridge, and there are a lot of touchy feely people. You know, especially those. Uh, the whole Michigan State University. Listen. I think every guy has probably inappropriately said something to a girl at least once in their life. Said yeah, maybe. And Definitely. I would say a good percentage of them probably... I've never touched anybody inappropriately. Maybe. I don't know. Like you never slapped an ass or pinched a butt cheek or... Not just randomly. Or like rubbed, like rubbed the girl's shoulders. Like you were like flirting and you put your arm on their shoulders and they, you know... I mean, everyone has. I mean... I'm trying to think. I mean, no, I'm really trying to think here. I've never, I've, I've never groped I somebody. I mean, I understand there are some extreme cases. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's extreme cases where, like, someone, like, like the Olympic, that pervert Olympic uh, yeah. doctor, yeah, who was, like, oh, God, that's, that was disgusting. Finger blasting, like, like, he was literally, like, yeah, like, the whole, hey, let me like, check Olympic you for, team. Let me check you for at least, you know, I'm up to my elbow, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like stuff like that is <laughs> unnecessary. When that's he, so fucked up. The girl comes in and says, my, my shoulder hurts, the next thing you know, she's naked. Yeah, that's weird. You know? Yeah, that's fucked up. What he did was. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, that's why he was doing I, it, right? Oh, my God. It's a legitimate... Oh, my God. You want to come on, Mike? No. Because no one can hear you. It's fine. It's an actual 
Are you defending him? I don't think the pelvic thrust was his, his intention. That sounds like a dance procedure. from the 80s. I know, it does sound <laughs> like, listen, sweetheart, we're going to bring you on this table. So he was pelvic thrusting her? But his intent wasn't medical. So essentially he was dry humping her. You could say it was a medical thing, yeah, but his what, intention was not But medical. I understand that. Why yeah. if you came with an ankle injury and your pelvic thrusting her? What, what does one have to do? What does the apples have to do with oranges? I pulled my toe muscle. Yeah. I pulled my metatarsal. So you oh. think he really was intentionally by accident? No. You don't think he, he meant to... He knew what he was doing, but he didn't do it right. <laughs> no, I no, think he, did he it right. was diddling girls. Yeah. That's what... <laughs> 75 years in prison. Girls. Enough time to diddle. Yeah. No, you, well, yeah. You can't diddle anybody. You should be diddling fourteen-year-old girls. Period. No, period. No, you should not. I would. I, I don't know. It's weird. It is weird. That guy's an extent. I think. I think Joe's going to stack on a scooter to be an Olympic coach. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't Russia have a bunch of them banned from the Olympics? Oh, the whole, are like all all Russia's banned from the. No, there's like a hundred over. I think there's still some play in the Olympics, though. Not a lot, but I think there's a few exceptions. Oh, uh, yeah, but then they're not playing the, the Russian national anthem in the open ceremonies. Oh wow. Yeah, there was some kind of sanction they put on that. But um, I don't know who the hell would be going to the Olympics in South Korea with nutcase uh, oh, 20 north miles north of them with a nuclear <laughs> war. Like, you got to be out of your mind. I'm like, you're literally, that's like going to like a, I don't know, that's like going to a house fire. Like a house, someone's house is on fire, right? And just like sitting on the front porch while the place is burning down. Yeah. Like you're not in the house that's burning down, but you're close enough that you could get burnt. That's true. You know what I mean? That's equivalent to going to South Korea for these Olympics. I, mean, is, I don't even understand now why any country even wants the Olympics anymore because it just bankrupts them. It does. It, it creates like they build these structures that end up getting abandoned and fall apart. Well, I mean, look at Georgia and Atlanta when they Georgia. built it in 96, right? Yeah. They're already, the Braves have already moved from the stadium, right? Yep. The stadium's 20 years old. They already moved. They, uh, the Georgia Dome is blown up. That's already gone. That's only 20 years old. Yeah. I mean... The only thing remaining of the Olympic Games in, in Atlanta is the Atlanta and the uh, the park that the guy tried to blow up during the Olympics. Remember that? <laughs> oh God, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. So in a nutshell, so that's what. And then when we were into Montreal, what they did was they turned into a biodome and they kept the pools and stuff like that, and then yeah. turned the stadium into like the baseball stadium. And they did some stuff in Montreal, and I I think that you know first world civilized countries know how to adapt to the amount of money they put into these things, like. I mean, the L.A. Coliseum is still being used to this day, and it was used in the Olympics in the 30s. Yeah. So, I mean, there are some cities that know how to reuse stuff, and I think it's more civilized, uh, established countries, if you will. Yeah. But I think there's, like, the third world, like like Bosnia, like, when they had the Olympics back Brazil, then. Brazil, they built a shit with, like, yeah. duct tape and farts. And the stuff just, just, like, deteriorates, and they have no secondary use, no, no way to reuse these facilities for any manner whatsoever. And it basically just sits there and falls apart. And, like, like Hong Kong, like, come on. I mean, not Hong Kong, China, Beijing, when they had the Olympics in 08. It's only been 10 years, and those things are already, like, they have to rip them down. They're yeah. bad. Yeah. But, and I don't care what everyone says, China is not a first-world country. They, they are a third-world <laughs> country. Yeah, and they don't care about the people, that's why, but they own us. Yeah, and Russia's a third-world country, for, and if yeah. you want to talk in you know, significance, they basically are, they're in mass, large quantities of people. India's a third-world country. I mean, would you go, would you, yeah. if, if, if a boss goes and gives you $100,000 a year, want to move to India? Yeah, but you're judging it based on the quality of the people's lives. Where they, their government doesn't give a shit. Like, oh, yeah. China owns our debts. They have all their, all, you know, they. China owns us. They do own us. It's what sad. if the United States has decided tomorrow we're going to change our currency to, like, I don't know, like, like airheads? I'm sure it would affect uh, the, the think market pretty badly. Little, think China would be a little pissed off that their money's useless anymore? I don't think that's going to happen. If they go, like, if they go, <laughs> every, more to it than if that. they said, everyone who's an American, go to your bank, take your money out, and you're going to trade it in for airheads, and we're going to pay for everything <laughs> of candy currency. 
And but Chinese people who own the money can't do it. A candy corn equals on the China point. can't do it, but only Americans can. China would be a little pissed off. Yeah, that's, that can't but their happen. money is now useless. That just can't happen, though. But it would be awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> Imagine paying everything with airheads. Fat kids all around the world would be eating their money, uh, literally. I think a penny would be a candy corn because they suck. I would be eating candy all the time. I would probably be in debt because I'd be eating all my money. Dentists would make a lot of money. They would make a lot of money, <laughs> but they wouldn't make any money because they wouldn't be able to afford it because people who go in there already ate the money. <laughs> so it would be a double standard. That's if true. you're a dentist, you think it would be a good money, but at the end of the day, you're not getting paid yeah. because you're getting paid in candy, yeah. which you're against. Mm. Things I think about when I'm on the toilet at work. How about you, Sue? What do you think? Good idea? Bad idea? What? Candy for currency. Well, candy's going to go bad. It's going to dissolve. What if someone sprays water on it? True. Because then everybody would be eating their money. Uh, uh, she, was, she was not listening to the, last, <laughs> the rant in the last five minutes. <laughs> exactly. She's honest. Oh, okay. All right. So that's Canada. Oh, you know what I did today? I was curious. Taco you, you, Monday. You know those apps that like you can make some money on by answering surveys? Yeah. I was curious to see how these, these work out. They're such a pain in the ass. Yeah, they give you like points for it, and then you get like five points. But like, and you can, oh, you can earn like, you know, $25 gift card. Yeah, if you get like 300,000 points. Yeah. Which would take. Yeah, and, and the amount of pop-ups that come on your computer and the spam mail you get to, to participate in these things. I did factor it out, though. And if I literally put a couple hours into it a day, yeah. right, I would have enough. Uh, of their coins built up to probably at the end of the year pay for Christmas gifts. That's just not worth it. No, we can tell it's you. It's not worth it at all. I mean, but then you're not doing work. Like you're at work, do not exactly. doing work. Exactly. I don't have enough time like, to sit there and be fucking answering surveys. So all yeah, day. you might have enough coins for fucking Christmas gifts, but then your boss at the end of the week is like, "All right, would you get those uh, TPS reports?" <laughs> I don't have a job. <laughs> and you're like, no, I've answered surveys. But at least you day. can be able to pay for the Christmas gifts. Uh, yeah, like, so yeah, I so I'll get all the Amazon gift cards. Jesus, <laughs> Amazon gift cards are awesome. It's like 500 tokens for like a... Uh, you could probably get 500 in about a little under two weeks. You buy a lap dance? You get like a $3 Amazon gift card. It probably, it probably costs more to make the plastic you get the card. I think actually. strip clubs could do gift cards. Think of it this way. So if, you, if, so if like you have a pervert friend... Like, Swiping oh, the cleavage. Say you have like Uncle Eric, right? For, for Christmas, oh, I got him a $50 gift card to the Squire Club, right? And you could use that to purchase alcohol. You can use that to tip the girls... You buy like Bitcoin with your your gift card. Or you could use it Wait, to purchase Bitcoin food. In the strip club. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that exists. Like so, every stripper has a barcode in their ass, right? And yeah. they give everyone scanners, like they do in Stop and Shop when you want to do your is scan. This what you th- you're saying they should do. What they do. Yeah, it's an idea. So you can have a okay. gift card, so you can load your credits onto your scanner. Right, I like it. It makes it sanitary because then you don't get like dollar bills in a girl's hoo ha. Then you take the dollar bill and give you a kid for lunch. Yeah, you know what I mean. So now your kid buying lunch has stripper hoo ha on his dollar bill, uh, and and, and, <laughs> and money is the most dirtiest currency. It is it's the most disgusting. dirtiest, most dirtiest thing on the planet. Currency that is next to the uh, remote control at your hotel room that they never clean, and uh, the telephone which. They got to blow dust off. But I'm saying, if so you, so you go to the strip club and they give you a little scanning device, right? And you can load up money to the scanner. No, I like it. Yeah. Right? And every stripper has a barcode and she does a little thing in my and you scan her barcode. <laughs> and you stop and, and shop. You can, and you can put the amount of money you want to tip her. That is more degrading than this. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> absolutely, it's absolutely clean. Yeah, like on her butt, like <laughs> a little a tattoo, factory. like boop, boop, boop. it's like stop a shop scan. Because then you could be, but then you have a drunk guy. But then, but then you have a drunk guy who's hamming and just like loads up a thousand dollars on a scanner, yeah. and he just gives it all to one girl. Well, he's gonna break it because he's not gonna know what the hell to do. With Unfortunately, 
the government will be able to tax it because it'd be a, a currency uh, yeah. transaction. So I don't know if this would work out for strippers on the positive note, uh, but at least there won't be five year old kids with hoo ha dollar bills paying for their uh, their hamburgers at school. It's true. Uh, what, what I, I mean, it's about the kids at the end of the day. It's all about the children. Uh, when I was researching uh, strip clubs in Canada, I found there was one, uh, not in this area, in some part of Canada, it said, I don't know if this is true, but that the strippers wear magnets on their G-strings. Uh, so when they're rolling uh, around, they pick up the coins. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's so sad. Uh, um, well, funny story. I was at a strip club. I think it was in Iowa. I cannot remember. Did have a buffet? No, 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 no. That was a different type of Florida. No, this was in Iowa, and this girl had this like sticky, like thing she put on. It almost looked like after she was done getting naked, almost it was like a leotard she put on that had like some kind of sticky adhesive to it, and then when she and it had like had a cut hole open in the crotch. So picture like like spanks the girls wear, or what they call like um, yoga pants, right? Okay, but the whole crotch is open. Okay. And she had this on, and uh, she had a shirt on, but the boobs were cut out with the nipples hanging out. Okay. Picture this. So but I'm not it was any skin, just the private parts and the, yes, and the boobs. But it private was parts. sticky. And then she'd roll around on the ground, and all the dollar bills would stick to her. So it's like a cutout burglar suit. Basically. That she put on after she got naked, which I thought was interesting. I go, is that how they do strip clubs in Iowa? They do them backwards? Girl comes out naked, and she puts more clothes on progressively as the night goes on. But you were saying some funny story about how like, those clubs only have a minimum of like one, like a three dance. Yeah, I have, a, I have a family member whose name I will not say, but we went to a strip club one night, and I left out of pure boredom because I was like, I was, you know, I mean, I was, how many lap dances can you get before yeah. you just decide I'm all set, right? And uh, he decided he was, he was going to stay for a while and lost track of the songs he was getting danced to. And then he got the tab at the end of was the uh, session. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard like you should always oh, ask yeah. first and pay. Them oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll just keep going. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he got done when he thought the three songs were over because when you're, you know, when you have, yeah, you know. A few drinks in you. Yeah, and you lose track of time and some girls just rub it on you all night and you're like, ah. Yeah. You lose track of time. Trust me, it happens. And uh, the bill was about like a hundred and something bucks. Well, uh, Junior only had about 30 bucks on him. Uh, and they were holding him hostage. So I got a frantic phone call. And I'm a cheap bastard, so I shut my phone off in Canada so I don't have to pay Roman charges. <laughs> but for some reason, I didn't. I, didn't, I don't think I had this option yet on this I phone. I don't pay Roman for text. I got all your dumbass text messages. Canada, you we, keep we, over the border? Maddie, uh, Maddie's oh, text yeah. with that, that false uh, that, uh, disease thing. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm just trying to take photos. I wonder if that's beautiful possible. Beautiful scenic route. And Maddie has and, HIV. And all, this, and all these fake, uh, I guess I see you guys all talking about all this crap. And I'm like, I got to yeah. fucking disconnect this. <laughs> yeah. Well, my phone was absolutely working. I had to go to an ATM and get my uh, family member some money so he could pay off his debt to society. Oh, man. Yeah. It was snowing out. I just made it back to the hotel. It was cold. It was, it was Montreal. It was like... It was there's the day the Patriots won sixteen went six sixteen and zero. They beat the Giants that game, the last game of the season. Yeah. And we went out to celebrate. Little did we know, four weeks later we'd be crying. Yeah. Because they would lose the Super Bowl. He was probably crying. And I'm telling you, held hostage. Okay, so the Miami Dolphins only went thirteen. They only went um, where they go, sixteen and zero. Because they didn't have as many games in the season, right? Regardless, yeah, it was yeah. The Patriots have a better record. Yeah, but they didn't go all the way through. They didn't win the Super Bowl. That's that's what. But at one point in time in the season, the Patriots had a better record than the Dolphins. They yeah. were eighteen and zero. Yeah. I'll never forget when they lost and Schuler and his batch of cronies were in that room. Remember that they were like in their yeah. room watching it. And they're like, yeah, because the Patriots lost. 
That's the only thing they're holding on to. Don Shula. Old, I, uh, oh. What happened? What happened? You get squished in the ball sack area? It's Tommy Brady again, posing for the camera. He's like, he knows where it is. He looks at it and smiles. Nola. You go get it. Nola. Nola has a new outfit on today. Nola, come over here. Come over here. Come on, Nola. Nola. Oh, there she goes. Nola, who's a traitor to her team. No. She was a, uh, named after the, uh, the New Orleans Saints. And uh, do you know it's the only... Game I got wrong in the entire playoffs was that Saints game. Uh, no, you thought the Eagles were going to lose the first game. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Who were the Eagles playing in the first game? The Eagles, the Falcons. You picked the Falcons. Did I pick the Falcons? Yeah, you did. So I had two wrong. How many did you have wrong? Uh, <laughs> Literally. No. Uh, I got... I was right about the Jags. I don't know. I was, I was wrong. I actually picked the, the Falcons, too. No way you picked the Titans. I didn't pick the Titans. I no picked way. the Titans. I picked uh, Minnesota in the first game. They did win. And then, yeah, I, oh. Did you pick Minnesota in the first game? against? Uh, they barely won that. Remember, they, 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 they play? You know, you picked New Orleans to win, didn't you? Yeah, that's only that's one of the ones that got wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I picked Minnesota. I was right about that. I was wrong. Yeah, I was wrong about the Eagles game. I think I was wrong, too, like once or twice. Yeah. But it was not bad. It was an interesting season. It was. Not how, the best. How do you feel about... One of the weakest um, Patriots teams ever, and they're the best in the league. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, that just proves how bad the league is. It is horrible. Didn't all y'all take Pittsburgh over Jacksonville too? No, I picked Jacksonville. I, I, I think I don't know. I picked I Jacksonville remember. purely on the fact that they beat them already in Pittsburgh. I knew they're going to play. I a think game. I picked. Might have I thought the Pittsburgh. AFC Championship was going to be Jacksonville. When the playoffs started, there was going to be Jacksonville and Patriots. I knew. <laughs> I, thought. I was right about my AFC, my NFC, but I don't. But my defense, I don't watch a lot of NFC games, so you know I'm going to use that as my yeah. Sure. So At least four, yeah. that's it. That's usually all I put in the Saints games, but a lot of times they're playing AFC teams when I'm watching them too, so. <clears throat> you know. Yeah. No. How do you feel about, um, I hate EI, so I'll talk about it. Um, the guy in EI, EI last week talking about Tom Brady's daughter. Yeah, it was kind of messed up, but it was. Uh, Connor, piss, piss ant. Yeah, but it, I, I get Brady's on the show, and, but he wasn't on that particular show. Like, it's not like Brady was coming on that show. That was a totally different show. Yeah, but show, don't you think family totally members are like off? You know, not really. It's not like he went on a speech. He made one comment, and it's not like that's the show Brady's on. It's on the network he's on, but it's not. But I don't even think it was even accurate because I don't know. Have you seen the two episodes? I yet? saw that part where the girl was like, "It was in the she's beginning, five right? Five years old on the staircase, right? She's five years old. Yeah, who's excited to see her dad? I just don't know why right now this this whole thing is being done. Like, this, this, I wonder if Facebook had control of when this is being released, Probably or if did. Tom Brady had well, control of when it's being bill, released. The two, tale of two bills comes out. Thursday. Oh, God, that's right. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't get why they're doing all and this. And Belichick's shit. totally against that. It's all mocking. They know this is the week to do it because if they launch this this week, it's going to be, it's a, what, a six, seven-pot series? Yeah. This Tom Brady thing? They're only 10 minutes long, right? They're 50, yeah, well, 15 minutes long. So the next one will probably come out tomorrow, and then by the time the Super Bowl's over, on Monday, they'll be the last one. Yeah. So it's, it's perfectly done. He'll probably release one right after the Super Bowl. Now, it's probably strategic. If the, if the Pats win... The last episode gets released like after the Super but Bowl. But see, I don't know what the turnover is for that in terms of filming and editing. But they do that. It's that, already done. You ever seen? Har- yeah, but if they win the Super Bowl, yeah. you, that's probably going to be incorporated in that last episode. So Maybe. what's the turnover? Like, but Hard Knocks comes out pretty quick. You've seen Hard yeah. Knocks on HBO. That's a pretty quick turnover. But it's like I don't. So. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty quick turnover. I don't know what it is, but it is what it, it is. In it's I don't. Know, the area has like eight million views. The first one, like it's like yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see it being a problem. Being I think it's probably the best week to bring it is because it would be. 
less of a it would be less good of an idea uh, if if they weren't in the playoffs because now That's that they're sad. in the playoffs, it's marketing for yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. So overall, I don't know how it hurts. It doesn't distract from the team. Yeah. It's giving you like a a summary of the season because they do these stupid summary things like these like half hour specials before the Super Bowl anyways of all these teams. So this is basically like a week long of getting to the whole season. You're learning about the season, yeah, which is pretty cool because you get to see it all come together into the last game and then you get the final product. So it's like you're summarizing it, but you're seeing it from a different perspective. We're too busy watching it from the fan perspective and watching it from the news media perspective. Now we're watching it from the inside out of what they're thinking and see how all three work together. Yeah. I don't think it's a friggin' distraction at all. I, I, I don't know much, why it would be. I wonder how much Facebook had to pay out for this. You, oh, you, for the uh, exclusive rights to this oh thing? Oh, God. I'm sure Yahoo was involved. I'm sure other places wanted this thing, but Facebook, because they're launching this Facebook watch thing, yeah. which I try to get the ID84 show on, and uh, I got a nice, uh, nasty email replied back to him saying that we're only picking particular shows right now, because Boston was a fucking show on that. So it's pretty much ha, ha, ha. It's pretty much the email that you got. Well, I'm watching, I'm watching the Boston one. It's absolutely, it's, it's literally this show, but terrible. It's these two idiots, like, in an office... And they have no comic ability whatsoever. It's almost like watching, like, NPR yeah. with a football behind them. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they're barstool. But that's the only reason. Yeah. So I'm like, if these assholes have a show, why the hell can't, yeah, why why can't this running? quality program that I would say is getting better by the day? We get the lighting now. Look, it's nice and bright in here. Look at this. Look how bright this looks. Look how nice that it does looks. Look, it looks very sexy. We're just going to eliminate the shadows a little bit, but yeah. we're getting there. It does look sexy. The sound quality is impeccable. I mean, this is like, you know. Now we're just going to streamline the content and have a structure better instead of jumping around. And, and we have our own private to topless cook in the kitchen over there <laughs> who's going to be starting cooking shows. Is that correct? That's correct. It's going to be topless cooking with Susie <laughs> J. Hey, stop stealing my naked cooking. It's, it's going right. to be a sequel to uh, Naked Cooking with Adam Mellon. <laughs> cooking with fried food with Adam Mellon, <laughs> naked. No toplessness going on. We put a bunch of... We put a lot of appliances on our registry, so she's she's gonna start using them. All. Well, the dogs are naked. They are naked. Oh, yeah, technically, Nola is naked. Nola's clothes. Right no, Nola's clothes. Yeah. is like a dirty slut after having sex. She only has the shirt on, and she's like walking around the apartment, like you know, like the long big T-shirt. It's kind of hot that look. You, you Not a Nola, dog. Nola's I mean, having like just the long shirt on. Huh? Yeah, like the uh, like the the Oxford shirt, like the like you know. From like, uh, like risky business, yeah. Or from, uh, what was it movie Twins? What was her name? The girl uh, who's married, she's married to John Travolta now, uh, Kelly Preston. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The yeah. scene where she's uh, she's dressed like that. It's like, oh my god. What's, what's the matter, Nola? Oh, there is. She's the welcome committee. She welcomes everyone coming into the house. Yeah, but I, I mean, I agree with Tom Brady. I think children and wives and family are out of lines. I mean, I mean, say what you want to say. No, it is out of line. But, I mean, I it's kind of. I understand why he'll be be offended by it. Yeah. I hope he pulls his uh, toodaloo, double back. Double back goes bye bye. I actually hope he pulls his weekly interview with EI. I think it'll be fucking that hilarious. Because hilarious. that's the only thing that show has. To, that and the Red Sox is the only thing that that channel is holding on to right now. And that guy's just suspended now. I bet you if Brady pulls out, that guy's going to get fired. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's probably well, praying to God. Do you know what's funny about EI? And this is how stupid they are, right? For years, they were the only sports radio program or sports radio network on the radio in Boston, right? And, I mean, for years, for hundreds of years, oh, yeah, they had the time. exclusive rights to the Red Sox. I think they had the Bruins on there. Yep. And then I know the, the Celtics were on ESPN Radio, which is a joke anyways. I don't know who listens to ESPN Radio. But EI was jammed in, like, 
the AM spectrum. And you think, like, Boston's one of the biggest sports market in the country. How come they don't have an FM station, right? And what happened was, all of a sudden, yep, yep, 98.5 comes and takes away BCN. I miss BCN, though. I do, too. And turns into a sports network and makes it pretty... Damn, and then not just takes it, makes it a sports network. They they uh they get the red, they get the the Patriots, which BCN already had. Yeah. And then the Celtics and the Bruins and the Revolution. So it's like okay, so you get four of the five major sports in the city. Yeah. So EEI is basically held there with the dick out. But they almost merged. We were talking about this. They almost yeah. merged with BCN. Well, the problem I mean, is, uh, uh, oh, yeah, EEI. EEI. Well, the problem yeah, is, it's yeah. like when they did the whole reconfiguration of radio stations. Um, I think. Because, like, this is pretty uh, recent. This was, like, within it's like a year a couple, ago. It was, like, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's, it's been going on for a while now. They were supposed to merge. It used to be CBS Radio is what 98.5 was, and they got bought by another company that owned EEI. So, for, like, two weeks, they were the same company. Okay. And then they had to trade off different radio shows and programs. So, like, one time, like, um, I don't know what channel was it. Say, like, the, the classic rock station was affiliated with, 98.5, now it's no longer affiliated with them. They have oh, now another station right. because, I don't know, my, my buddy who's in radio in Vegas tried to explain it on Facebook and I tried to follow it, but it was very complicated. All these companies Monopoly merging. Rules Basically, CBS was, is trying to get rid of their radios, radio stations. They're trying to get rid of radio altogether. And that's basically what they did. But they couldn't just sell it to one company because it was a monopoly, so they had to piece it off into different pieces. Are they owned by Disney or is it NBC? Which, uh, which ABC is owned by Disney. Disney. Yeah. That's right. I would, yeah. I WABC. WNBC. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But, okay, so that's that. I don't know. Disney's taking over the freaking world. Disney is taking over. I, I said to Suze the other day, I go, what was, what was they talking about about Disney, what they bought? They bought Fox. No, but they bought something just so they can just get rid of it, right? Oh, ESPN. Yeah, they absorbed it, yeah. ESPN, well, yeah, because yeah. well, we were talking about how ESPN said to dying a television network. Like, no one ever watches the shows with the volume on at their house. It's yeah. only on in a bar, right? Yeah. So ESPN purely just, just exists because of bars, right? If it wasn't for them, if it wasn't for bars, ESPN wouldn't exist anymore. Yeah. And their sports programming. Yeah. So basically during the day when there's not a game on of any sort, um, people are watching Potty and the Interruption in silence, watching closed capturing at a bar. That's yeah. basically it. <coughs> I, that show, what's the one with um, the question with the Spanish guy in the back, the father's in the back, and you know what know. I'm talking about? I don't know. I don't I've only know. watched that. Huh? Which one did you just say? Pod and the Interruption is the one. Around the, around the Horn's the other one, and then there's the one where there's these two guys, and then the guy's dad's in the back. Oh. And it's like in Spanish with the upside down question mark. I don't know. Who the knows? Show? I don't know. No one watches this shit. And the only reason Disney bought ESPN was so they could market everything ESPN. So, like, when, like, Disney has ESPN Zone, mm. they can use that. They just use the name. They don't care about the, they the product. Well, they should care about the product. It's still a billion-dollar business. Not really. It's, it's Sports? Well, sports is, but I don't yeah. know what ESPN is. I mean, they it fired off all yeah, their big true. names. They, did. they have pretty much garbage of the barrel. I mean, people on the network anymore, I mean... Obviously, there was some bad dis- business. Uh, you can't be giving these people multi, you know, no. tens of million dollar contracts, yeah. you know. But at the same time, is I don't, I'm never a fan of ESPN. I think it's kind of like, blah. I think the Fox deal might fall through. I mean, it's it's kind of gone through, but it has to be reviewed. They said yeah. it's going to be about a year and a half before everything is complete. But I'm like, that's kind of monopolyish. But their argument is, well, Netflix is starting to get everything, so we need True. this to compete. Netflix is, Facebook is, it, it, here's the thing. It's like, 
I was just talking the other day. Well, we were talking about a cable bill. It's $150 a month. But if we got rid of cable and just kept the internet, it would be like $89 a month, right? Yeah. So, okay, you're saving $60. But then when you go and piecemeal all these products, like Netflix is $10. Yeah, so you get Hulu's the golden $10. up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This product's $10. Yeah, who's $10? So now I'm paying $160, but now I have seven subscriptions I got to manage. share some of them with somebody else. I share my HBO Go. Well, yeah, I mean, on Netflix, stuff. the whole yeah. family has that. But it's still, at the same time, it's like, okay, now I have to manage seven subscriptions. True. You know, if, if Joe Blow is in, on Netflix in Idaho and I'm on in Revere <laughs> and then my sister's <laughs> yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah, in yeah. Canada and then someone else is on South America and, you know, they only can hold three of us, but there's four of us on. No, it's true. Tommy. But, you know, it's, it's weird Tommy. to think that, like, God, the Simpsons are owned by Disney. I know. It's going to be owned by Disney. Like, they're gonna, like all these all these little uh, shows, like, uh, But it's going to be funny, too, because now Disney's going to say take the Simpsons over. But Simpsons Universal. Because it's at That's Universal right. Studios. Yeah, pull that out of there. So now it's going to be like weird having... It's weird going to Universal and seeing stuff that's owned by Disney there. Yeah. Just because of the way the contracts were written. Well, up. you also have Marvel shows that are on Netflix that are produced by Netflix. Yes. That's the thing. They're, Disney has said they're actually going to keep some of them there. Because, no, there aren't going to be new ones, but the ones that are there are going to be able to stay. Because Disney doesn't do anything kind of risque in terms of violence. Yeah, and yeah. the Punisher is extremely violent. Which is... I'm surprised that... I still haven't seen the Star Wars yet, but I've seen a lot of teases online. Yeah. But for a Disney product, it is pretty... Uh, it's violent. It's not violent. bloody. There's no blood or anything, but it's no, violent. No, you, you never see blood in a Star Wars, yeah. which is true. But, but things like The Punisher are extremely violent. Yeah. It's on Netflix, but Disney's not going to do anything. And it makes me wonder what they're going to do with Deadpool. I love Deadpool. Yeah. And Deadpool is known to be gritty. You can't dull that down. What are they going to do with that? What aliens? What about... like, like They're going to own all these properties now. And you know, like, what is they going to do with them? I'm kind of obsessed with the history of Walt Disney and whole his uh, his whole thing that he did and everything. I got to tell you, that guy was a fucking genius. Oh, he was. He stole a bunch of ideas and ran with them. And he started <laughs> off as a little animation shop in Kansas City. That's all it was. You ever watch Drunk History? Uh, no, Central? because there's a certain co-host I used to have that's annoying. They used to love that show, uh, so I purposely boycotted it. Well, they have one on Walt Disney. You know who she is, right? Good. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, God I got to, For like a year, <laughs> a year on the radio when yeah, we had a show together, that's all she talked about. And then I asked her if I can go on one of her monthly shows that she's hosting uh, and, uh, and bumfuck Bill Ricker or where the hell it is. And she said, there's a nine-month waiting list and I can't get on. I bet there is already. So uh, I said, fuck you. And now my weekly show will be uh, going on. He's got something. Tommy. Hey, get that. Tommy. It's a packet of uh, salsa. Oh, this is important. No, it's uh, the Mexican. Oh. Apparently, he couldn't wait for the Hamburg, so he, little Tommy Brady gets into everything. Yeah, there was like a nine-month waiting period to be on her show, and uh, so when uh, she wants to get on my show, uh, there might be a nine-month waiting period, so you missed it. Little Tommy Brady uh, grabbed the, uh, the, the meat, seasoning, the seasoning, seasoning for, the, for the packet. I got it, though. He didn't rip it open. Little Tommy Brady. Well, we do have a full ha- we do have a full house here. It's you, me, the pups, Susie, and Ronald Doubleback. No, that's, Alex just, Wallace. Just too many. And there really many. isn't a nine month waiting period. She's just afraid There's I'm going to be. I'm going to be funnier than her. That's why. That's probably true. It is. Gonna and you be. are because most males are funnier than women anyway. Uh, yeah, I there's mean, not that many good female comedians. I think I'm humorous. There are some. I just think there's, there there's not some. as many. There really isn't. I just don't like the female comedians. I know my favorite f- female comedian is of all time is is actually I, I El- is Ellen. Ellen. Oh, it's Ellen. Yeah. I thought. Oh, I thought. Was, oh, Joan Rivers is mine. I Joan she, Rivers is up there. But yeah. you see, Joan Rivers is the thing. Joan Rivers. I don't like dirty, gross, like female comedians who like have to say like, "Ah, I'm fucking, I'm fought and stuff like that. Like, because yeah. Ellen was never like that. No, she wasn't. She's good. But Joan Rivers kind of was, yeah. but she did it in kind of a. 
a classier way. I know. I think it was funny that Joan Rivers, as an older lady, talked about that stuff because it was like almost yeah. your grandmother talking about getting <laughs> fucked in the ass, yeah. which was kind of humorous and funny at the same time. But she was in a stand-up. She's not a comedian. No, but... Yeah, we're talking about stand-ups. Which is a talent. It's an act. Some of them are funny for, like, one special. Yeah. And I'm done with them. Like, Whitney Cummings. Her, I thought, she's just yeah. annoying. She's At annoying. At first, I was like, yeah. she's funny. And then she got annoying. And then, oh, don't even get me... Sarah Silverman, no. Uh, <laughs> Alex uh, Wallace says, my left foot is funnier than her, I bet. Oh, probably. <laughs> oh, God. Who's the other one? Oh, God. Uh, Silverman's annoying. Who's that fat blonde? Oh, how about the fish? one that's inside Amy Schumer? Yeah, Amy Schumer. That's what I'm thinking of. I can't... Yeah. It's disgusting. I never found any of that stuff. And she's like, it's just like dick humor. It's like... So if a guy does dick humor, people look at him like, oh, why you gotta be so dirty if he jokes, right? And a girl does it, and all of a sudden it's hilarious. Yeah. But a girl wants to be... They want to be respected in the workplace. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no. So, like, I go into work and I start telling dick jokes, and they look at me like I'm a lunatic, right? Yeah. But a girl should be able to tell dick jokes, and no one should judge her. Yeah. It's a double standard there. I have a lot of respect for comedians who can, like, Brian Regan yeah. keeps it clean. That's he's hilarious. Clean. Oh, Lisa like, Lampanelli, she's funny. She's funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, but she gets yeah. old, too. She talks about banging black guys. Exactly. All the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that gets old. I mean, yeah, it does. Talk about a black dick once in your set. I mean, if I spaced my whole set on black dick and black dildos and all that stuff, I mean, that would be my entire set. Yeah. I mean, it's usually an entire conversation with him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, at some point you gotta, you know, cut the ties and be like, listen, let's talk about something legit here. I know, I get like one photo a week if you're yeah. saying this mount's dick. Usually, it's usually, you know, f- I just find objects everywhere. Find objects take, I like penises and you <laughs> compare them to people's dicks. I'm like that kid on uh, old school. Uh, not old school. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, he's drawing dr- dr- Super bad. Yeah, yeah. Super bad, yeah. Just can't stop drawing them. Dicks. Uh, what were you saying though? You was I forget. What you were. Uh, I said Brian Regan. Oh, Brian Regan, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's funny, all clean. Oh. All clean. Seinfeld. Seinfeld made yeah. a whole career of just yeah. Seinfeld as a stand-up isn't super funny. He's ironically funny. Yeah. Like it's a Seinfeld joke, you'll sit there and be like, "What's the damn Ovaltine? In the glass is round. The, the jar is round. Why do they call it round teen? You sit there and you go, <laughs> "Like yeah." You know what I mean? Yeah. But you're not like busting from the scenes laughing. You're like it's like you're entertained. Exactly. So Seinfeld could go an hour entertaining you. Um, like Gaffigan, he's kind of, he's pretty clean. I mean, he gets a Gaffigan, little, yeah, he is. but I'm like belly laughing when Gaffigan tells a joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, so, but like, yeah, I don't like that. Like, like, I, I don't know. I never found Dan Cook funny at all. Did you? I, I did. I did. I mean, it's obviously, I think the thing is, it's kind of like Pauly Shore. He's, he was that, our generation's Pauly yeah. Shore. He's just overexposed. True. And he did have some funny, he did have some funny bits. I see, I saw, I mean, there's a reason why he sold out the garden. He's the first person to ever Multiple do that. Times. Multiple times. Multiple yeah. times. I mean, you don't just do that. I mean, there aren't enough college kids to, to fill that. If You know what I mean? He's a comedian. Yeah. You know, Bro, so. Robin Williams. Yeah. Alex Wallace, Robin Williams, clean stand-up, which he really was. Yeah. He was kind of like a yeah. Seinfeld, kind of goofy. Yeah. Jim Carrey was too, I think. I don't, I don't think he was that dirty. Dan Cook got annoying after a while. It's like, like you said before, you know, you have your whole life to write your first album, and then after that, yeah, it's like what? Well, you and know, you know, it, he, and, and he would have cashed out, but his his stepbrother stole all his money. What an idiot! Like he put his family in charge of his funds. Like his, came, yeah. if you can't trust your family, then who the hell can you trust? Yeah, I would like, do that. I mean, I, you in, in theory you think about it, like all right, who's the least person to rip me off? Right, you give it to you, like your wife or your brother or your mother. To, nope. I would and never do and that. they turn around and they rip you off. He literally embezzled all his money. So you could say, yeah, he cashed in and made all that money. Yeah. But it all went away. No, I would never trust my family to do that, period. I love them, but I would never do that. And you even, have people who do that. That's their job. True. You, you know what? It's like LeBron James. His friends manage him. 
They it's manage a bad money. Idea. It is a horrible idea. I don't idea. want any of you ever no. in this room right now. I would never want managing you. Managing my money. You know why? Because that's not. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then all of a sudden no. you catch me. You, all of a sudden you catch me in bed of two blondes that were accidentally fell in there, and then all hell breaks loose. They don't have my money anymore. That's your plan. <laughs> <laughs> they accidentally got there. I don't know what happened. Oh, they fell from the ceiling. Something like that. I was, I was. They were like they were on the streets. No, you put that in charge of somebody. That's their They're job. They're like little Tommy in the streets right? begging see, for food. LeBron is no, so but good. No, something like that would happen. Doesn't matter. Yeah, LeBron is so good. Doesn't matter. But my, it's someday. It's like. You know, it's like a million missing, this much missing. It's like whatever, but yeah, you don't you don't let your friends manage your freaking money. That's yeah, bad idea. At the Eric DePaus is watching. He goes, "You can trust Clack W Griswold." <laughs> <laughs> That's the nickname for uh, Eric's penis. Ah, yes. Why? Why is that? Oh, because one one night we were watching. It was uh, back in I think it was 2010 when the um, Blackhawks were in the Stanley Cup, and they won. And I go, oh, Clock W. Griswold is going to be happy tonight. Because if you remember in the vacation movies, he's a huge Chicago Blackhawks fan. In fact, in Christmas right, vacation, he, yeah. he has a Griswold 00 jersey he wears. I forgot about that. So Eric's like, what is the name of your dick? <laughs> 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 so forever, it's Clock. No, my dick is Clock W. Griswold. Oh. His is Javi Wallpanger. <laughs> another story for another time. Apparently. But, um,. Even if Dane Cook's surviving all the uh, allegations of him stealing jokes, which I think most of them is true, he would have still been well off and just been able to, like, maybe what he should have done was, like, just ride down a little bit then yeah. and just do stand-up, kind of, yeah. like, get you money from the Hollywood pitches and stuff. But what he happened was his brother stole all his money. But, see, I think the comedy circuit is, like, such a whining bunch of babies. Like, they are. They're a bunch of people who have, like, depression issues and aren't good people, most of them. Yeah. A lot of them are, right? And True. I think that when anytime someone gets success in comedy, but you stole jokes. You know, so everybody who's been famous in comedy yeah. has been accused of stealing jokes. I mean, they I think... They all have. I mean, people do stale jokes, and they borrow jokes, so they take parts of it. But, yeah, there's nothing more whinier, like, annoying than, like, someone saying, well, he stole my joke. It's like, all right, well, just... Some, it's, when you're that good, people are going to steal your shit. And there's only so many things you can say to before every once in a while, things are going to kind of cross like all so, It's singles of music, though. How many songs sound the same? If, yeah. they have this, if you ever have time, go to YouTube and go to uh, Four Chords. Yeah. And this guy plays, like, how many songs? Like 30 songs using the same four chords over and over again? Yeah. And they're all hit songs you hear on the radio. I, I believe it. It, it yeah. blows your mind. Oh, well, yeah. Actually, I'll play it for you after the show. Uh, yeah, I got to show. This. yeah. But it's literally four chords played over and over again, and he goes into all the songs, and you sit there like your mind's fucking blown. You're like, "Holy shit!" Like that song is that song? Yeah. But um, I believe it. Let's, let's see. They're I seen someone threaten me. Let's see, let's see. I seen someone threaten him and made him pay five hundred dollars. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So, so. It's Alex Wallace. No, well, no, this is Eric because this is oh, actually Eric Powers th- is watching. This makes sense though because Eric was doing comedy back in the day when. And the comedy connection was around. Is Powers watching? Her? Yeah. Hey, Powers. And <laughs> hey, Mom. <laughs> hey, Powers. And uh, yeah, so back like 10 years before I met Eric, he was starting a comedy at The Connection. Remember the comedy connection used to be above Fanny Hall? Yeah, it was awesome. And that's what Dan Cook used to, he would hang out there. And he'd go up to like uh, in, uh, um, oh my God, yeah, in Cambridge yeah, and yeah. stuff above uh, Hong Kong. I forget the name of the place, but all the that. Ka- the, some of the bigger acts yeah. would go to Kowloon's first and they'd practice there. And I saw Jim Norton front row at Kowloon. Before he went to Boston the next night. That's crazy. Well, that's what they used to do. They used to yeah, do... because it was a comedy connection. It was. Yeah, Both so they used more. to do... Uh, like Thursdays used to be at Kowloon's. Fridays and Saturdays used to be in Comedy Connection in Boston. And Sundays used to be in Rhode Island, I think. But uh, Eric used to drive the comics back and forth. 
That was wow. his, it was one of his jobs back in the day. Should have got those autographs and sold them. I know. Yeah, Thursdays at Kowloon's. Remember, that was great. Kowloon's still has comedy, but it's, it's kind of like, not like it's life, not what it used like to be. Comedy connection. No and if you want to see Lenny Clark, oh god, you can see him fifty-two <laughs> weeks a year <laughs> at the Giggles. And I mean, I, I mean, he like th- to him, no one like no one like uh, Britney did like uh, the tro- when she had the, like what did she had the Tropicana or whatever place she had in in in, in Vegas for like like a year. So like every night was Britney. Yeah, it's like Lenny Clark is a permanent fixture at Giggles. I mean, his brother owns the place, but yeah. I don't understand My why. My grandfather could have but been a partner of that place. Really, uh, uh, Prince Pizza. Yeah, he helped open it. Really, yeah. 1953. Around there. Yeah. Was he uh, rolling the dough with, uh, with the, the, the mallet roll? <laughs> <laughs> was the tape it tape at the end? No, he's a poochie. Oh, well, she was in a little grease ball. Huh? Yeah. No. But um. We sang Giggles and Lenny Clark at Prince House. Oh. <laughs> Paul's on a roller. I can't keep I know, up with right? his comments. I know, he's not working today, huh? <laughs> Just hanging out watching the show. Watching the show. If he was invited over, he could have came over. But uh, he has the, uh, I think he has a little bit of a stomach issue. Oh, is it finally catching up to him? I think he finally got what I had on Christmas. Oh, wow. And I was literally brought, I literally brought literally. a pill in. Literally. Literally. Brought a pill <laughs> into the bathroom. If you guys are wondering why we're saying literally all the time, why don't I explain to everyone why we're saying literally? Well, yeah, I sent an article uh, to him. It was just a photo. So on, on a bar in New York banned the word literally at the bar. Which they it. should. Yeah. And um, I actually noticed it when I was coming back from uh, from from Canada. We were, me and my buddy were in Vermont at his diner, and we're like, "Why are so many fucking people saying literally?" Yeah, right. And uh, but kudos to, if you if you ever pull find that article and pull it up, they, they put a, a sign on the front of the bar. It's like we literally, if we hear you say this word, you got five minutes to finish your drink and get yeah. the hell out of here. Right. <laughs> Here's the thing, I, I get that. I mean, I appreciate it. True, but like now it's like, well, I understand because you no know one is oh god, nothing. <laughs> Here I go. I'm going to go on a fucking rant here. There's nothing more annoying to me than a female between the ages of 21 and 26. Yeah, they, okay? they think they're a Kardashian. They are the most yeah. annoying specimen of human beings. And here's why. I'll tell you. I Be- a few over. God. Double backs in the shower. Maybe just send them in there. Eric's already on his way. They can have a steam room sex session. <laughs> Eric's already on his way over. <laughs> no, they're the most annoying people because, they, first of all, when you're a guy at the equal age, they want nothing to do with you. Yeah. Because they think they're just striving for the, uh, the the light at the end of the tunnel, if you will, right? Second of all, they all think that they're all high and mighty because they finally got a job off State Street making thirty grand a year. What do you fucking do? <laughs> Which is big money for them yeah. because mom and dad gave them allowance up until the fact that they graduated college. Indeed. So now they're making their own money. Now they're oh. So now they have no student loans or any debt or credit cards in nature like they're that. They're women now. Yeah, so they yeah, can afford a, a you know $3,000 apartment in Boston but have no savings. Yes. And go to all the high-end places like where uh, Powers works in the summertime and buy $9 Bud Lights <laughs> and expect other guys who go there who are trying to pick them up to, to pay for them. them. Yeah, exactly. Which they successfully do 50% of the time. I would say so. Now, um... So everything's all high and mighty, but little did they know their bodies slowly deteriorate and they're not be able to keep up with it like a guy can. Yeah. Because I don't care what they say. A guy gets better looking. Most guys get better looking with age. Yeah. Women, it's the opposite. You're dried up by right. the time you're like... A, a, a lady, no offense, Susie J, is like a uh, brand new car you buy at the dealership, right? And you, <laughs> you're like a brand new Cadillac you buy in New England. And you're going through the winters, and you're going through the rainstorms, and you're going through the grit and the grind, and slowly but surely, no matter how much you uptake, upkeep yourself, you're slowly declining, right? Is it true? 
Uh, the, the, the comparison is, is pretty, I think it's... And I don't, I don't care if you're waxing so it and you're washing it and everything. You're, you're slipping away a little bit, right? It's never going to be what it was day one. But a guy, on the other hand, is like grit and grimy, right? He's like a wine. You're, you're bashing the grapes. <laughs> Susie J has a, has a, nice butcher knife, has a butcher right knife waving in the kitchen. But you're, you're bashing the grapes and you're putting it into the box and you're letting it cook, right? <laughs> and over time, it just gets better and better and better until it gets to that perfect day where it hits its peak, which is usually around 45 for guys. And then you crack it open, and it's the best, right? At this time, you're driving around a 25-year-old Cadillac that the wheel's falling off at this point, right? Uh. (laughs) But then the guy slowly declines, right? And then the few of them actually, you know, preserve themselves, but for the most part, you know. But, like, these, but the the, the thing that blows my mind is is the, the entitlement and the irrational, in, unrational thinking these like these like young, fresh out of graduate, you know, delusional, delusional. Yes, that's the word have. I think you're looking for. So it sounds exactly like the girl I was talking to you about earlier. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no one can no one can hear Susie. Yes, no one's picking you Susie up. Susie knows somebody. <laughs> but you know, what? but it's okay. I understand what you're Girls saying. Girls like that. Yes, I see them with that smug look on their face. You know, hanging out, getting their nine dollar bills. I just kind of laugh. Enjoy yeah. it. Enjoy it. Well, yeah. it's not gonna last. And have it's- take on the property manager at your apartment building that doesn't set the twenty five hundred dollar rent. Yeah, they want to adjust you. you chose to but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, that's why you always wonder, like when you're like say in your forties, right? How do you think I got a good-looking wife? Like, you eventually, like, they have to settle. So she's settling for me. <laughs> Ten years ago, me and Susan wouldn't be together. Because yeah. she'd be looking for that, you know, super stud, uh, you know, professional uh, baseball player for the Portland Sea Dogs, utility infield. It's all in the eyes of the beholder. You know what I mean? But then you wait ten years, and you start getting better looking. As you get older, you get better looking broads. I was the most awkwardest fuck in high school. I am surprised my pickle got out of its package before I was 25. To be quite honest with you. I didn't think it did. Oh. 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 You know what I mean, though? Why? Why? Ooh, yeah. You know, if I'd have to pay for so much sex, I'd be a virgin these days. <laughs> oh, right? God. Well, I wonder what inflation, what it's in like now. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no, but seriously, at the end of the day, like, you sit there and it's like, you see these, like, but then it gets like to a bad point where you see these he's like really, really like, you know, ugly ass guys who are with these beauty models. Then you know now it's just for the money. Yeah, probably. But I know I'm with Susan is just purely for the looks for me because I, she makes more <laughs> money than me. So at the end of the day, everything is high and dandy on this episode right here. <laughs> so I mean, listen. Yeah, I have no interest it, in those it, politics it in my life. Yeah, you know it's each their own. What do you say? Like, I had a blonde own. in Canada goose coat and Hugs asked me why every day guys in Boston wear skelly caps. Oh, okay. And, okay, what was your answer, Mr. Eric? I mean, I wear a skelly cap because my grandfather wore them. That's why I wear them. Yeah, I do see a lot of people wear skelly caps. Yeah. It's more of a generational thing. I think our grandfathers thing. probably wore them. I wore Irish, them. So. I wore them. My father, my, my dad's generation. I never seen any of my dad's friends wearing them. But I wore them because my grandfather used to wear it all the time. I like it. It has a nice style yeah, to it. Yeah, I used, nice, to, wear, I used yeah. to wear one in high school. Yeah, yeah. It's, a cool, it's a cool hat. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a north. I think it's a northeast thing, though. I don't see much of it anywhere else, unless you're like a a black jazz musician in in St. Louis. 
That's probably the only other time I've seen someone wear a skelly cap other than, like, the Northeast. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah I can't think of any other place I've seen them. Because it's like, I don't know, it's more of a, it's a... It's, a, it's an um, Irish thing, though, isn't it? It's an Irish thing, yeah. It? So it has, yeah, for the most part. I mean, that's where they get the skelly cap. I said, funny coming from a basic bitch, Uggs in a goose jacket. Oh, all right, there you go. There you go. <laughs> basic. I remember the first time I heard the word basic was from basic bitch. one of my gay friends. And he said, oh, my God, that girl is so basic. And I go, I, and my interpretation of basic was she was like a plain Jane. Yes, that's what it sounds like to me. That's what it sounds that's like. I thought, like, oh, yeah. she's a plain Jane. But to find out that it's not that, it's completely the opposite, actually. It is? It, a basic. Uh, wait, you're dropping knowledge on me now. I thought it yeah, was. Yeah, so when, I, when someone describes someone being basic, it means they wear everything that everyone else wears. So they're trendy. So they oh, they oh, try right. to keep up with the trends. Oh, that, I can see how that makes that sense. Like so they're too. just like a she's basic just like everybody else. She blends person. in. She's a yeah. basic. So there's yeah. nothing special about them. Yeah. Which makes sense, I guess. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. For me, thinking of a plain Jane would make more sense logically, but when did girls stop being logic? That's true. So, right, Sue? Right. As she's poisoning our food. As she yeah, cooks right. every morsel. Of him, right? <laughs> Are you keeping the, the both meats se- segregated so, uh, you know, the poison doesn't get me? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're in on this conversation. Okay, cool. She's going to kill us. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night thinking she's going to suffocate me with a pillow. With a pillow. No, 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 no. No, but like it did, Tommy did have us up at 4 a.m. this morning. For what reason? I have no idea. So is your phone yeah, on it? I can hear it in the, the microphone. Oh, really? I, I thought a train was going by. I heard, I heard, I thought I was losing my mind here. I'm like hearing in the microphone. I'm hearing the headphones. I'm like, toot, toot. Yeah. Is that a train? Is someone listening to the conversation and opposing to your uh, <laughs> your opinion on ladies here? No. We're, no. we're not sexist at all. We love women. Would you agree? Yeah. I'm for equal opportunity women. Of course. You know I, mean? I just don't like it force fed down my throat, though. When they're yeah. Like, yeah wait, oh, let's have Ocean's 8, all female. I, don't, I, really think, I really think our generation thinks a woman, I think for the majority of the country, thinks of us as equals at this point. Yeah. I think so. so I think it's just the older broads who are still pushing it on. But I'm like, someone should sit one of these, like someone our age should sit one of these, like, 50-year-old broads down and be like, hey, listen, everyone already knows. And the people that don't know are the rednecks down south, and you're not changing them. No. They still think slavery is something that should happen. That's 200 years ago. I agree. So there's a percentage of the people on this planet that you're never ever going to convince, no matter how right you are. But I feel that our generation, I grew up thinking women are equal. I don't, I don't know. But I, yeah, I never thought otherwise, but I'm sure that people, I don't, I'm not going to use myself as the no, only but person I mean, that thinks like, oh, if I think it, everybody else must. But I, I mean, know. at the end of the day... Jesus, all the shit in the video, the dog, turtle, <laughs> horse. It is pretty busy. Oh, he's talking about you. He said a horse. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't look at any, I, don't, I see, see, you know what I don't like is women who get power and then think they're, uh, they, they use, they abuse their power. Yeah, the teachers who molest their students. Well, not it's that. All, it's, like, all, it's always women. Like Notice bitchy that? female broads you have that were in the workplace that just like will try to take out years of her not having the privilege of being a boss on someone who's just like basically coming up in the ranks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've had some shitty female bosses. I've had some great female bosses. Yeah. Because I'm a chama. What female right. wouldn't like this guy? I don't know already. Except a female who's threatened that I might take their job someday. That true. too. That's true. But, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't treat a female boss any differently than a male I boss. I don't either. And, and in fact, and actually, of all the years I've worked, especially in the restaurant business, I've actually treated... The women bosses with more respect than the men bosses, just for the fact that I treat women like I treat my mother. 
Except when I'm yelling at her. Oh, you're such a sweet Italian boy. <laughs> <laughs> Except when she's pissing me off of something, saying something stupid. Other than that. But well, you would treat your wife or your daughter, you know what I mean? You wouldn't treat someone in disrespect of that magnitude, no. you know what I mean? So at the end of the day, you know, I think that some women are just, I think a lot of them have a bad taste in their mouth. I, are these feminists, these people that hate men, like what's this? Do yeah, you I see know. that thing I posted on the Packies, uh Yes. Facebook the other day, but the woman said all men should they should kill male babies. Yeah, I saw that. I st- I, st- I couldn't read the whole thing though because I was starting. To I, I read about a paragraph and I was all set of it. Yeah, I I just can't. I, you know, ugh, on that it's note, stupid. On that note, yeah. <laughs> like that's an extreme. Suze, do you want to kill male babies? Or some people who we know that we don't talk about. Oh my god! Like just go on and on and on. Every male who I is banned from be, Facebook. Thank be, you. Yeah, I know. Have you been following? And her lately? I think she's possibly almost getting banned from Twitter too. Oh, I hope not. I need some entertainment. She she's is horrible. a piece of garbage. She thinks every man that gets fired from a job should be replaced by a woman, and so apparently, which is so know. so the same thing men saying about women is. It shouldn't be about male or women. It should be about your skill level. Exactly. And if you're good at your job and you can do it successfully and you can do it correctly and profitable, then you, whoever gets the job gets the job, no matter if you have a pecker or a booby. You know what I mean? And, then, and if you have a pecker and a booby, then you know what? You just cross both lines and now you're a superhuman. There are jobs now that actually their insurance will pay for your getting like transgender surgery. Yeah. I think that's messed up. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't mind. No, it's weird. Your t- your ta- all these do- tax dollars and dollars are paying for somebody to go through transgender surgery. I think that you should pay out of pocket for that for your own. I don't know, but how, I mean, we're paying for people who not to work for their entire lives. Shouldn't be paying for that either. I know. I mean, <laughs> I guess I know. I, um, yeah, maybe I don't know. If you're if you're if your personal insurance wants to cover it, then that's another thing, I guess. Yeah, but I don't know. It's we could go on a whole another episode on. On politics, on gender assignments. Yeah. I mean, hey, listen. If you think you're, if you're a guy and you think you're a girl, so be it. Live your life. Exactly. You so be it. Once, I don't care right? if you do. I don't Go wild. You. Just don't. I just don't expect me to pay yeah. for it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You wanna, you wanna get rid of your ding dong and, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't understand why you would, but I guess then you're, you're wired that way. There's nothing we could do about yeah, that's it. Right? True. There's nothing going if on. There, if you're a guy understand. and you like guys, good for it. good for you. If you're girls and you like girls, good for you. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, what can I say? Live your life. Live your life. You only live once, right? True. It's true. I mean, hey, listen. People don't judge me for my uh, lifestyle, so they don't. <laughs> they probably do. <laughs> Someone does. At the end of the day, gives I a mean, fuck about that. Yeah. Right. I mean, for the for the for Alex Wallace, Eric, and my aunt who watch the show on a regular basis. I mean, that's about <laughs> it, right? So, I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> who's who's really who are really affecting it? You know what I mean? True. So, yeah. I like how Joe, Joe's mom would tune in her once in a while and ask why Joe's hanging in the corner right there. Because <laughs> she could hear his voice in the background. And he's like, oh. Is it hot in this apartment or is it me? It smells glorious. It does smell good. We're having tacos tonight. Yes, it's taco, think, Mon- it's taco Tuesday on a Monday. Susie's been slaying in the kitchen making chicken and beef tacos. Are we getting a, a fiesta wow. of, of, of pleasure in our mouths? Excellent. It's going to be a potty in our mouths. On that note. Everyone's invited. All right, so we're going to do a... You're coming over for Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I'll be here. All right, so we'll be sitting here uh, in six days, uh, probably around... What time is Super Bowl? Kickoff's at 6.30? Uh, yeah. So, so we'll probably do this before the, before the game, probably around 4. We'll have probably a, a plethora of guests rolling in, I'm imagining, of one sort and another. There'll be, uh, there'll be a rotating door in the front of the apartment of people throughout the night. So we'll have uh, many shape, sizes, and varietals of people. And uh, Daddy has to put on your 
And Maddie will yes. be putting on my pants live on Facebook. He's going to lose 100 bucks. Yes. Right? Me and Maddie made a bet last Super Bowl Sunday, almost a year ago to the date, that if he could fit into a pair of my pants on the following Super Bowl, I will give him $100. Was he really convinced that he would be able to do it the following year? Like, he really... I, well, he, he, was, really he was, was... I mean, he was a manager of a gym. That's I true, mean, yeah. I don't yeah. see why he didn't think he could. Yeah. So, I bet him 100 bucks If you could fit in... Uh, now, I think his problem is not going to be... I think it's going to be the thighs. Yep, I agree. And I, I wear my pants kind of baggy, so I think I, I mean he can if he wants to lube himself up, we'll lube him. <laughs> oh, we'll lube him up. You right can on, take pleasure in that. I'm we'll lube him up right on the right on the show. I don't care. I'll get some Cronella oil. We'll get it right on his, you know. And we'll slip those things in there. And if he can fit, I'm, I have a hundred bucks waiting for him. I'll give him a hundred dollars cash six days from now if he can fit in my pants. I mean, it's not a bad bet. All you have to no, do, it's you not. I mean? It's really not. I don't know what his waist is. I don't yeah. know what his his girth is, but. I mean, he doesn't have to wear them comfortably. He doesn't have to wear them all night. He just has to get them on. And button them. Get them buttoned. Yeah. And that's it. If he blows through the button, once it's buttoned, he still wins. So, I mean, so that'll happen all a week from, or less than a week from today, a week from yesterday, here on the ID84 show, special edition. And uh, we'll probably do a show the next day, too. It'll probably be a recap show. So we'll do do the uh, pre-Super Bowl show. Then the following Monday, we'll either be the rant and rave show or us celebrating. And, um... Me getting hammered on 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 the radio because we'll be going to the parade the next day. So um, either or, it'll be a good time. Uh, so any, you plugging anything for anything you got going on here? I know you got no, the uh, YouTube yet. show going on. Yeah, that hasn't started. That's gonna be this time be for a while. But uh, obviously the website worldwindreports.com. You can follow me on Twitter now on Facebook. Yeah, nice. But I had to get more working on that. But it's there. I have seen that. Yeah, I, I'm, I liked it. Yeah, it's getting there. It'll get there slowly but surely. And of always the I'm packy. Packy.com. Yes. Which. Uh, you know, we have a rotating door of Raiders. But uh, I found, though, have you been doing this, too? If you posted your links on Reddit, we get, like, bamboozled. Well, I do put them on StumbleUpon sometimes. Stumble I've been alternating back yeah. and forth between... Uh, so, a funny Reddit. story. We'll digress real quick. Depends but I was on Reddit, I'm and I posted in a category, which I thought was called Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay? Spelled Super Bowl. Yeah. Think about it. Super Bowl, yeah, right? Yeah, makes sense. And it was an article about how bad and how shitty Philadelphia fans are. And it wasn't Philadelphia fans in general. I respect um, uh, Philadelphia Phillies fans. I think they're, they're cool people. Yeah, Phillies fans? Phillies oh, yeah, fans are cool. Phillies fans. Um, 76s and Flyers fans are a little rambunctious, but for the most part, they're civilized human beings. It's the Eagles fans, which are wretched animals. So I posted an article on that and read it in the, in the area called <coughs> Super Bowl. And then I got like 10 comments. And I'm like, wow, I was just stirring some things up. Yeah. Apparently, I posted in Superb Owls. What the hell is that? Well, it's Super Bowl, spelled the same way. Uh, what, but what are Superb Owls? It's oh. a, apparently a large category in Reddit that people belong to. And oh. they were yelling at me because it wasn't about owls. <laughs> because if you spell Super Bowl, it also spells Superb Owls. Oh. Which my mind almost exploded when I thought about it. Mind blown. <laughs> I was like, what? I don't get it. Superb Owls. I'm like, oh. So you take the B from Super Bowl, hmm. you add it to super the owl. Super, and you get Superb. Who would have thought? And then you get Owls. Only you would something like And you get yelled at by a bunch of Owl Agravits. <laughs> Agravits. Agravits? Uh, Adv- advocates. advocates. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> enthusiasts. Enthusiasts, you if you enthusiasts, will. Yeah. Yes, Owl enthusiasts. Yeah. Who are probably people that should be in a nuthouse. 
probably. You guys can't see right now, but Tommy Brady's laying in the kitchen, looking at Susan cooking, waiting for a morsel of food to drop. It was a little Nola Breezy. Where is she? She's right there. She's right there. Oh. Oh, she's on camera. Oh, there she is. Oh, there everyone. There's Nola Breezy in her Patriots jersey. Look at that. Look how cute she looks. Supporting her brother. Aw. She's a little upset about her Saints didn't make it, but... Yeah, me and her are still crying. But you both are wearing Patriots jerseys on Sunday. There'll be no Eagles fans in this house. I can guarantee that. No, if I see an Eagles fan walk through that door, I'm going to kick him in the, in the, the poot hockey. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. All right, everyone. Hope you guys have a nice week. We'll see you in six days. Hopefully, uh, it's going to be angenic. It's going to be a crazy day. It will be Next a crazy Sunday, day. everyone. Oh, it's going to be excited. great. Are you excited, Nola? Yeah, yes, everyone's excited. Dogs <laughs> will be here. Humans will be here. Everyone will be here. Turtles. It'll be wild. Turtles. You know, all types of uh, everything. So everyone have a good night, and we'll see you soon.